Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. When I was younger, I remember somebody looking at me and saying, Todd, I believe that you can be a pastor. And and I looked at them like, you're crazy. There's no way that I could be qualified to be a pastor. And we talked about it for years before ultimately I was ordained in a local church to be a pastor. And that was something where all of my family gathered around, where the people that I worked with gathered around, and we all prayed. We ate a meal together, and we celebrated, and we prayed. And today we're going to read about something that happened similar to that 2,000 years ago. It says this in Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Among the prophets and teachers of the church at Antioch of Syria were, and then I'm going to list five names, Barnabas, Simeon, Lucius, Manan, and Saul. Now, each of these guys is unique. Uh, We remember Barnabas is the encourager, Simeon. um, It actually says they called him the black man, so I'm assuming that he is African. Lucius, he's from Cyrene. Manan is a childhood companion of King Herod Antipas. Remember King Herod we just talked about. And Saul, of course, was the former Jewish Christian killer. He was a Christian killer, and now he is the ringleader of the Christian church. And it also is talking about these guys as the five teachers and preachers and prophets at Antioch, Antioch of Syria. Now, what do we remember about Antioch? It's north of Jerusalem. It's, uh, it's in modern-day Turkey. And this place is now the headquarters, the home of the Christian church. It's moved from Jerusalem to the north, and that's where the missionary journeys are actually shooting off from, is mainly from Antioch. So this is a very important place to be a prophet and a teacher. And I think it's really interesting that there's five guys And of the five, two of them are going to be sent off. Now, I don't know which is better. Would you rather be sent off and get to go travel the world and preach in Jesus' name and yet also have nothing to your name and constantly be wandering and never know what's next? Or would you want to be one of those three guys who stays behind, who has a church where people gather regularly, where you get to preach, where you get to teach and people come and listen to you? It's not maybe as exciting, but it is certainly more stable. And I think if you are somebody who has ever considered ministry, thinking about these two roles might help you understand how you might fit into ministry because Paul and Barnabas are commissioned and they're sent and they become church planters. Where these other three guys, they are ministers, they're pastors, they're uh, preachers in their local church. So they actually stay at a church that already exists. And if you connect with one of those ideas more than another, maybe the Holy Spirit's speaking in your life to tell you how you might enter ministry. It continues in verse 2. One day these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting. The Holy Spirit said, now I don't know if the Holy Spirit said out loud, but there is like like quotes, like it's a scripture that is actually speaking, um, or if the Holy Spirit moved in their hearts. But regardless, the Holy Spirit said, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work which I have called them. Verse 3. So after more fasting and prayer, these men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. So Paul, so Barnabas and Saul were sent out by the Holy Spirit. They went down to the seaport of Seleucia and then sailed for the island of Cyprus. We're going to pick up a little bit more of their journey tomorrow. But today, let's think about the idea that the Holy Spirit speaks when we are 
when we are fasting, when we're worshiping, when we're in tune with the Spirit, we hear from the Spirit. And when the Spirit speaks, it gives directives. And in this case, it said, prepare these two and send them off. And so they did send them off by actually laying their hands on them and praying for them. And that idea of laying hands on somebody is like showing approval. It's like gathering around and giving a giant hug as if to say, I'm going to pray and I'm putting my physical hand on you so you know and you can feel my physical presence while you also feel my spiritual presence. And so they do that. They send them off. And Paul and Barnabas, we know, do great things um, throughout the land. So let me pray for you guys. God, I know that there are people within the sound of my voice who are going to do great things for the Lord. God, that may be in their family. That may be in their home. It could be in their workplace. It could be in their church. God, there could be church planters. There could be church pastors, teachers, uh, administrators, um, leaders within the sound of my voice. And God, I just pray that your spirit would speak directly to them and help them to find their way. God, I pray that you would guide them to what's next. And I pray if it's necessary, God, that they would take a moment of fasting where they would fast and ask the Lord, what would you have me do with my life? And God, that your Holy Spirit would answer and they would have the courage to follow you. God, we love you so much. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.